Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode. Our special guest today is James Dixon, and uh, he is a successful father of three kids. And uh, we talk on this show a lot about earning money and becoming wealthy. But what's the big deal of making all this money if we don't even have healthy relationships with our children and, and you know with those around us? So wanted to pick James' brain today about. Um, how we can be better parents, and James, that you would prepare me because a, I got to meet my wife, then b, I got to start cranking out some kids. So I'm I'm taking notes for the future uh, here. But perfect. Uh, welcome to the program, perfect. James. It's great to be here. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll dive into your book, A Thousand Little Moments. Um, but go ahead and introduce yourself and and uh, how you got to this point as a, a author of How to Be a Good Parent. Sure. Well, uh, so uh, I am a pastor in Trustville, Alabama, uh, pastor uh, church, Christ Church PCA, which is a church that my uh, my family and I planted 12 years ago, uh, entered into the ministry after spending time in the business world at, at, uh, at age 35, Lord changed the, uh, the, the path for me. And, and, and so this has been an effort that really has, um, has, has, has been a family work. And, um, but that leads me probably to, to why I would write the book. First of all, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, this is definitely not a book about how to, uh, how to produce great kids. Um, it's not a formula for producing great kids. First of all, if, if it were, I would not be the one to write that book. Um, Second of all, I, I don't know that that's the most helpful approach. I, I think, more importantly, it's uh, it's about how we're to think about parenting. It's 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 training parents to think. Um, but a lot of it is born out of my pastoral ministry, uh, born out of my own experience in in raising three children. A lot of a lot of failures along the way, and the Lord shaping me and my wife and our kids through it all. So um been working on it for a while and 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 thrilled to to have this now available. Fantastic. And Jason Creole is uh uh your friends with him. He he connected us together. So how how's he uh uh doing? Well J- J- Jason's great. He is he's a good friend. He's he's a member of our church and uh and, and a deacon in our church. I I, I love Getting to spend time with Jason. Uh, uh, he's a Jason is a nut and a and a and a genius. He's a hidden gem. I, I, I really believe, and I learn a lot from him. But I also get some laughs with him. So he's doing well. Yeah, hopefully he's giving a tithe to your church. Well. All that money he's making, 
He's a uh, big money. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I keep talking to him about that. So I think so. <laughs> he told me, yeah. he told me uh, at the beginning of the year, he started tithing and that's why he's making all this money. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> is that, is that why it is? <laughs> I don't, well, I know Good. why it is, but uh, I was making sure yeah. you're getting some of all that big money he's making. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll talk to him about that after this, after this conversation. <laughs> Awesome. Well, go ahead and help me out here. I'm single. I'm, I'm, I've saved myself for marriage from a, from a sexual perspective, but when I do get married, you know, I want to get to start cranking out kids and, and kind of catch up for some lost time uh, for, you know, once they're babies to, to Jason said, your children, I think went to Auburn and, you know, are in college. And now what's, what's the best way to, um, you know, parent. Well, so, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, um, a thousand little moments is is not about a formula it's about a way to to think about parenting and and i think uh the the biggest thing that parents need to do is to is to understand that parenting is a, is a calling given to them by god and and they actually need to give themselves over to the task um we enter into parenting with uh with a lot of fear and trepidation, it, you know, it's, it's, it's behind the question of how do I go about doing this? I remember um, being in the hospital uh, when the nurse was giving us those last little uh, pieces of instruction. They were actually some, some papers that she handed us about how to do certain tasks. And then they told us it was time to go home. And, and it was the most terrifying moment of my life. Cause I thought you people don't, know <laughs> who I am and uh, and what you're sending me out to do. I felt so ill-equipped. But the reality is that um, the Lord's given us what we need. He's given us uh, reasonable, rational minds. We're created in His image. And, and, and though we mar that image, uh, He's given us the the tools, the abilities to, to think about uh, parenting. And so I like to start out with a, a, just a, a theological foundation. You know, if you're building a house, uh, you, you got to get that foundation right, and that foundation's got to be firm. And so we spend time in, in the book building that foundation so the parents can think about who they are in Christ. Um, this is a this is a book about Christian parenting and 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 firming that foundation of our union in Christ and uh and and, and then we build on that theological foundation um with a, a set of principles you know the a home builder's got to get that foundation right but they've also got to have the right construction principles as they as they go about building the uh building out the the, the house and i really look to um to Jesus and how he discipled the disciples. Um, you know, Paul, I, I think if you look at scripture to, to find the model family, <laughs> you're going to find a lot of negative examples. You're not going to, you're not going to find uh, the, the model family, but I do think the church uh, provides a, a model for, um, for how we are to live in the family. And so if that's the case, then, or at least the church is as she is designed, maybe not as many of us have experienced the church. Then we're going to look to Jesus and how he prepared the disciples. So I, I take four principles uh, from, from Jesus's leadership, engage, delight, shape, and pray. And, 
and all of his interaction with his disciples is centered on uh, on those four principles and is uh, Jesus embodying them as he poured his life into the disciples. I think if we can do the same with our kids, um, then, then, then we're raising them up with the right uh, goal in mind, and that's to point them back to him. So, but step one is... Uh, is giving yourself over to the task. It's it's uh, is realizing that my my new calling in life is to is to give myself over completely to these children. That's a that's a big change. I, I, I'm not sure how old you are, Paul, but uh, I'm, I'm guessing you've you've had um, a few years of of independence. Uh, it can be a transition when when we have have our first children. Yeah, I'm, I'm 37 and I'm independent. I woke up this morning and went to the gym and, and came back and I read a book by the swimming pool. Then I watched some Ohio State football. I just, I got my, I don't have any responsibilities. And, a few uh, things change when you have that first child. Yeah, now I'm taking notes. Um, engage, yeah. delight, and pray. I missed one. Shape. Okay. Engage, delight, shape, pray. I'll tell you, you know, that engage, I use that word um, very intentionally. It's interesting when you read in Mark chapter 3, when Jesus is calling the first disciples, um, says that he called them that they might be with him. If you had three years to prepare a ragtag group of men to go and plant the worldwide church, what would be your first um, your first focus in, in preparing them? I, I'm not sure what mine would be, but for Jesus, it was to be with them. And, and I think uh, there are a lot of lessons we can learn from his teaching, but it wasn't all sitting down in a classroom and teaching. It was Jesus did life with these disciples and they were learning uh, on the job, and I, th- there's a lot of ways in which we just do the same with our children. Uh, we we enter into their life, but we also bring them into ours. Um, you know, for a uh, the, the benefit of probably much of your audience, lawn care uh, business, you you're not talking about a a corporate uh, office setting that's not going to be inviting to, to children. I, I, I would imagine that there's a, there are a lot of times when uh, your audience can, can simply bring their children along uh, as they're going about their, their work. And, and there's just a lot of lessons that are picked up uh, that, that are caught more than taught. And I think that's an important part of engagement, but, but also just giving yourself over to them. Um, it's the engage and and delight. There's a there's a there's a transition there because for for many of us we we think of delight as um, uh, as being the responsibility of the children. If they if they perform, if they mind their manners, if if they're obedient in public, then we will delight in them. But the responsibility for that delight is on the parent, uh, so that their children know that they're delighted in not because of their performance, but because uh, of that relationship. It's, it's not a, it's, it's a grace foundation for delight that I think marked Jesus's relationship with his 
disciples and marks our relationship with children. Uh, but delight uh, has got to be married to shaping them. You know, we, we're not uh, abandoning the call to discipline. We're, we're actually investing in them, just uh, shaping their hearts, shaping their behaviors toward Jesus. Um, but Jesus's ministry with his disciples was marked by prayer. And I promise you engaged delight and shape are three areas that we're going to fail in. And so the entirety of that relationships got to be centered in prayer. So. Got it. Pray. Now you, you mentioned in your subtitle or in your, pardon me, in your title about these little moments. Um, yeah. Can you share, you know, some of those transformative little moments when you, you, you know, you look back on your kids, Jason said they're a little older now, but what, what were those little mm-hmm. moments you're referring to? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, uh, an important point. My, my kids now are, uh, 23, uh, 21 and 19. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I think back to a moment when, I guess they were, um, they were maybe four, six, and eight. Uh, there had been a storm and uh, and a lot of down um, limbs and brush in our backyard. And I grew up with this uh, mindset that uh, that a work ethic was one of the strongest qualities that that a person could have. And and so. Um, by golly, I was going to, I was going to raise my kids with a, with a work ethic. And, and I remember this, this one day, uh, it was a Saturday morning and I took them outside and we were going to, we were going to clean up all this brush. Remember four, six and eight. And, uh, and that went well for about five minutes. Uh, and they, they started to peter out and started to whine a little bit. And I absolutely lost my mind. Um, because in my mind, that moment was defining the entirety of their lives. And, and if they didn't have a work ethic at that age, uh, at least one defined by me, then 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 I had failed. Um, but I had to, had to realize some things. It, it's not the one moment. It's it's the many. Um, there's an illustration used in the book of the, the photo mosaic. Um, uh, Paul, you know, the, uh, the, the pictures the, uh, that they consist of, uh, of a, a thousand little thumb, uh, thumbprint images, mm-hmm. little, little images that come together to form a whole. I actually think that is, um, a helpful image for our parenting. Um, every, no one single moment defines who they are and who they will become. But every moment counts. And I think that combination um, gives us a dual perspective in our parenting. Number one, uh, we can be free of the anxiety of the moment. Um, I didn't have to fully shape a mature work ethic in my kids in that one moment. Uh, and so I can I can rest from the anxiety. And yet that moment mattered. And so it's a call to be intentional 
in every moment. Um, and so coming out of that example, I learned, all right, let's, let's it, it, at that young age, let's create moments for us to mow the grass together. You know, when my, um, my, my sons were getting at the age where we were mowing. Well, I would uh, set the set the path for for them, set the cut line, uh, get them started, and walk behind them as they were going. and And we took steps as we grew that ability. But the other thing I learned is, okay, let's let's celebrate the little wins. And so, you know, we got through working, and we drive over to the convenience store and get a soft drink. Um, those little moments of celebration were just as important as the moments of um, mowing the grass. Um, and what I've learned is that that approach helps me to think about the moments I get driving in the car uh, to and from ball games. Uh, it helps me be intentional and not waste those moments. Um, the other thing that is I have put this together in uh, my experience with my children, and a lot of this is detailed in the book, is, is, a, is a way to stimulate the reader's thinking, not to, again, set a formula, but to give them some creative thoughts. Uh, at, at age 12, I, I started uh, taking – I started out by taking kids on a trip and went on a trip to just enjoy being together, but – when we got back from that trip, I would take them to breakfast every Friday morning before school and got to spend a year of intentional discipleship with each individual child. And there were some things that we did reading through books of Scripture, but there was also a lot of time to just hear about uh, the basketball team or the or the dance team or the or the test or, or what's going on with their friends. and. And along the way, we spent time talking about um, life lessons. We we talked about uh, we talked about business. We talked about uh, vocation. We we talked about those those practical matters. But they but they were in bite sized clips over an intentional extended season of discipleship. We did that at age twelve. But my wife and I realized, hey, freshman year in high school is one of those important transitional years, and do the same thing. And then I realized, hey, the senior year in high school is, in, is, a, is a time too. And the, the culmination of that has really just beautifully cemented a, a relationship with our children so that we feel comfortable talking about anything. Uh, and I, I cherish those moments, but I, but I think they began with little awkward moments and failures that's what, what that's what i mean by those thousand moments stop wasting time responding to website inquiries that are not in profitable service areas let my service area filter those inquiries for you so you know every inquiry will be in one or more of your profitable areas. My service area is a secretary for your website that will only allow good leads and inquiries through your website. This means no more looking up addresses and responding to people that you cannot service. Using my service area will allow you to focus on certain areas which help build 
dense routes. Daily miles traveled matter more than ever today, so knowing your numbers and how far you can travel mean everything to your success. Start saving time and become more efficient today with My Service Area. You can learn more at myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. Again, that's myserviceareacom forward slash Paul. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard, but for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed-price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee. It's time to take your business to the next level. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. What's one piece of advice you'd give to newer parents? We have a lot of folks that listen to our podcast. I'm thinking of one guy in particular, he, you know, just had a baby and, and, and so many new parents, young parents. We're talking, you know, one, two, three-year-olds, diapers, you know, crawling, learning to run, walk, uh, that, that stage. Uh, what, what's your advice, uh, James, to the new parents? Well, I think it goes back to what I was saying that that you've got to give yourself over to the to the task. I, I remember when our oldest child was a baby, we were following a a formula uh, pattern of of um, sleep, uh, feed, play, and we were so regimented in that formula that we actually would wake him up in the middle of the night to feed him until we realized one moment, Hey, what in the world are we doing? Let's let this kid sleep. Um, but, but we had worked ourselves up into such, um, a frenzy over that formula that we had lost the moment that for some, I think that's an issue and it, and it builds anxiety in the parents. And so I, I think part of the, the uh, the advice is relax and enjoy the the moment with with your child with your baby. But for uh, for others, it's it's an opposite uh, problem. We we can get bitter because we're not waking up and, and going to the gym and reading a book by the pool and watching a, a football game anymore. Um, and so I, I you know I, I think. For some, you know, there's the there's the scene in, in Top Gun when when Maverick uh, is failing to engage, um, and uh, he's got the uh, the the, um, the captain in his ear telling him to engage, and finally there's a moment where he turns the he turns the jet back into the battle, and I I honestly think as simple as it sounds for for many new parents, just that call to to engage in the role is the most important and, and know that you're giving yourself, your, yourself, your life over to what is a high and holy calling. And, um, 
And it's going to mean a season of uh, sleeplessness, a season of foregoing some of those hobbies that you had given uh, that, that had occupied much of your time. But but to know that this is a worthy investment, um, I, I think also I, I'll offer one more. Um, uh, there are. Um, there are some parents that when that baby comes home, they, um, they want to shut down all of life until some magical age when the child is able to handle the world. So some, uh, parents will, uh, will forego, uh, corporate worship in the church for, a time because they don't want their baby to be a distraction. They want to uh, schedule life around nap times. They they basically shut down life. They shut down worship. It, it shows up in a lot of other ways. But I've been to Africa, <laughs> and those parents are just toting the child wherever they go. And I think there's some lessons we can learn there that that the child is an important part of the family life, but the child has got to fit into the life of the family um, rather than all of life being centered around the child. That's a, that's a practical thing, but it also, uh, it, it, it shapes the way that child sees their identity and it starts when they're babies um, and continues on. Well, I appreciate you sharing all this. I definitely look forward to to getting married and having some children here in the hopefully near future. Um, how can readers, you know, connect, get your book, and uh, you know, if there are any any other insights you have on parenting, um, I think you mentioned jamesdixon.org. Why don't you share all that information of of where people can go and get this book? Maybe be a great Christmas present um, for for parents in your life as well. Uh, if you guys are single um, or just, just read it and, and, and prepare for the future. So how can people connect and get sure. the book? Sure. Thanks, Paul. Yes. Uh, www.jamesdixon.org. Dixon is D-I-C-K-S-O-N. Um, there will be a link in there that'll take you directly to an Amazon page uh, where you can buy the book, either paperback or, or electronic format. Um, uh, the book is sold wherever books are sold online, but if you go to the website, you can find a link that'll take you directly to that page. Also on the website is my blog, which has a series of um, blog posts that will complement what what you'll be reading in the book, but uh, hopefully will also give you some some other uh, tips to to spur on your creativity and and thoughtfulness as um, as you parent with intentionality. And so that'd be the best place and and where I would I would ask your your listeners to to go. Fantastic. Well, thanks again to Deacon Creole, Jason, my buddy yep. over there in Trustville uh, for, for making this connection. And uh, we're going to be headed out that way. Uh, February 23rd to 24th, we're going to be having a Jason and Tracy are hosting a, an event out there. Um, so a beautiful area, uh, Trustville, Alabama. Yes. Fantastic. Well, thank you for your time. Well, thank James. you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. you're you welcome. You. And uh, you guys go out and uh, get the book. 
and uh, in, enjoy the, the thousand little moments. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell be more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.